episode 76 of those millennials podcast today i am your humble gracious host k the classic i'm here with my nearest and my boys in real life rail jesse you guys know them we're also joined by a regular now uh clips is here also what's up clips what's going on fam i'm gonna gonna do the same thing i've been doing to start off this pod how's everybody's mental health how's everybody doing how's everybody's spirit how y'all feeling this beautiful friday oh we're also People have been asking. We're recording on a Friday. You'll hear this on a Monday, most likely, so y'all can know the timeline. So how y'all feeling, man? Gucci, man. Feeling, you know, another day. Enjoying this Friday. Real representing the WNBA with his WNBA hoodie. Shout out to the WNBA players starting their season today. Indiana Fever. We winning it all, baby. Indiana Fever, baby. We winning it. I'm new to Vegas, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to go. I'm going to go see some Aces games. I actually got some Golden Knights tickets next week. Um, but I'm, 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 that's, that's hockey. That's hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying sports events in Vegas, you know? Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Basically. Hey, real. I, I wanted to ask you this and you know, um, we get, we get Nastex, the Oakland, o- Oakland coming here. We, yeah, we get, yeah, we get yeah, nays. Yeah. 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 Athletics. Athletics. Oh yeah. My bad. You know, I don't know nothing about baseball. You might as well call Nastics. We get it. You might, you might call the hashtag. They ain't the Yankees. So, but at the same time, we getting them. I, they coming. I'm, ni- I'm ninety percent sure that, that's going to happen. Hey man, you know who else need to take their ass out here? And I and I've been saying this for a while. I think it, now they got the Inglewood shit. But I thought the yeah. Clippers should have brought their ass out here. Nah, 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 that, nah. Not Bombers is going to build a, a building for them. But real, like, but but oh, so just, like, oh. you think that really? So Oakland's really not going to give them a arena? You think no, that's really they, happening? They, they, they will. They, Oakland will never pay for another sports franchise. Um, fucking the city won't do it. So Oakland, you, 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 they go to Vegas. So I don't. I think they stay up. No, I, I'm telling you, Vegas right now. I'm telling you, if Vegas, if I had to pick one, Jesse, as a nigga who bet on this shit. If I had to pick one based off the odds, I'm, I, it's either going to be Vegas. Real, you'll have or... the same karma I did uh, if that happens. When I moved out here initially, the first thing that happened was the Golden Knights were born. Well, yeah, and that's right. When you, you move you out, came here, out here before the Golden Knights, you was out here I, before yeah, the Golden Knights. Golden Knights and before the Aces. And before the T-Mobile Arena. And before T-Mobile Arena. So if you come out here and it's because of the, again, I, the o- Oakland come out here. I'm gonna blame because of you because of your good vibes out here in Vegas. The good Man, vibes, bro. I'm out here. If the Oakland come, I might. I'm, I'll never switch the Yankees. But will the Yankee will the Yankee fit it come off the head? Will the Yankee fit it come off the dome? I got the champion. <laughs> I got nothing. Mind you, this the 2000. This the 2000 championship on the side of my shit. So I I never switch it on the Yankees. But if they do, that'll be dope for Vegas. They really need it, and I think they can hold a basketball team at this point. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, since I've been out here. I can't uh, tell you the hype Seattle, around though. the. Not before Seattle. I think before Seattle. We already been to Seattle. I think we already been. We already been to Seattle. We already been to Seattle. Well, if, if one team comes, they got to do two. So I think it's gonna be Seattle and Vegas. Like one, they got to do. They got to do two. I hope honestly uh, the way NBA not to cut you, but the way NBA does for summer league, they kind of grease in the tracks to put one out here. 
basically. The, you know, they're they, going to add two teams that are on the same region. They're saying maybe they should do what they should should have been did and put the Memphis Grizzlies in the fucking Eastern fucking Conference. East Coast, yep. yep. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair, fair, fair trade. <laughs> same thing with the Pelicans. They can make it work. Anyway. <laughs> fair trade, fair um, <laughs> All right. So, obviously, a lot of music has came out today, but you know, Nicki Minaj, throw that to the side. Migos, throw that to the side. We're here to talk about King Cole. Cole, uh, the offseason finally dropped. I'm pretty sure everybody's listened to it by now. We're going to dig deep into the track, talk about producers, favorite tracks. Uh, I know Rel, Jesse, and I have talked about our favorite J. Cole tracks since Clips here. We never got to, we haven't asked him his question, so we're going to ask him his favorite Cole tracks. And maybe his favorite co albums. Okay. But um, yeah, man. So like off top, what do you guys think initially? What do you guys think of the initial rollout for it? Obviously, because since we, we kind of talked about the rollout on the last pod, um, with the doc, and obviously we you know him playing for the Rwanda uh, uh, basketball league. Um, what did you guys initially think uh, of the rollout for the co album? And what's your favorite track so far? Anybody, Jess? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna start with a clip because I actually been waiting to hear what this nigga. Oh, let's get it. Okay, let's let's get the guess. Let's, let's, get let's the start guess. with get the let's start with clip. I, I mean, I'm not jumping in, but I just I, I've been waiting. Oh, to hear the uh, let's get it. So on the off season, I think my favorite song right now is probably a uh, the applying pressure track. I okay. think that I think that shit is fire. Um, yeah. I, I know he always has a really good hand on the on the production side of all his shit. So that one sounds like he really was the person who who orchestrated that. Um, and it's crazy because that's the one he did on his own. That's oh, produced see? only him. Like you, I mean, you you listen to music all the time, so I know that's that's you can tell. Like yeah, that one that one sure. definitely has him in it. Um, I think a lot of my favorite things about the album. Yeah. are not necessarily things about the album that I think people are going to like. Okay. Like, I'm I'm was when he opened up with Cameron talking, I was like, "Yo, this shit is fire." Just just because right, I right, love right. I loved how he he stitched a lot of, you know, the NBA stuff in there. Him having um Dame talk before Man. he just punched in, bro. I was like, "This is Yeah, tight. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Incredible. Even a bars like that John Morant bar that he used in there was cold. He did a lot of he yeah, did a lot yeah. of head nods to his love for basketball, and um, I really just even even him uh, bringing Diddy in to talk was cool too. Yeah, that like was I crazy. thought that was very interesting because that was. I want y'all to tell me the story. We can talk about that a little later, but somebody gonna tell me you have to I tell did. me the story I, about I, that. I, I don't I, know I the got, story. I got the whole. I got the okay. whole transcript. Well, we yeah, can we can the... get on that. I need I need to know the story about how and when this this scrap happened. But anyway, yeah, keep going, for real. Clips. Um, <laughs> nah, but I think um, I think he. Oh wait, hold on. I don't want to be. I don't want to think that I'm tripping because I listened to this album now at least four times, and I went back. And I got the Spotify premium, bro. And everything was uh bleeped out. Or am I tripping? You had to you had to see that was like the first one that it shows. You have to actually go really? to the discography. Okay. You gotta go to see discography and you then to find it on there. And you go back and then it will show the explicit version. It's weird because that happened to me yesterday. 
And I was, I was like, why, why is Cameron being blocked? Uh, like, I thought it was <laughs> doing with Cameron. And I was like, that's kind of dope. But then his lyrics started to get, uh, like, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And, I, and then right. I went to see Yo, Yeah. See, I thought he was doing something on purpose. Like, I thought he was, like, trying to be like, look, I could sell records doing half the amount of songs that niggas is putting out. And you know what? I'm going to bleep out all my curse words. It makes oh, everything a Will Smith? Song. Will Smith in it? Hey, I don't know. I don't think he got the Will Smith in him. But <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was fire because I was like, well, all of the tracks could be on a radio just because he did that. Mm, so yeah. I felt like he he really made an album though that any song could potentially be on the radio. I think he he kind of used like a Drake formula with this potential. So that's my take on on the offseason. I thought that was fire. Um, can I ask you, can I ask you, Cliff, what's your favorite J. Cole album? Ooh. We're going to go. Okay. Um, my favorite, I think, is going to be Forest Hills. I think I connected the most with that album because mm-hmm. I will tell you, mm-hmm. up until that point, I wasn't the biggest J. Cole fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, what, like, individual what stuff. A, okay, and I, and I not to go down this, but not to cut you off, but what sold you on that album. What about that album made a difference to stick out the others? Man, here, let me, I'm gonna, let me get up <laughs> this thing, bro. Because, because I, I, as, as a Cole fan, like, I'm curious. Like, I have my personal favorite, and I, I you know, but I'm gonna get into that to my time to talk. I just, I'm, my, I'm just okay. questioning, I'm just questioning the music here. So, I connected, I connected with the album because of Love Yours initially, just right mm-hmm. off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. And, and because everybody at the time, Fire Squad was just the shit that everybody was gravitating. Incredible. Going Incredible. crazy. And I was like, hell yeah. Incredible. And then A Tale of Two Cities was nuts too. Yeah. But I'm all I'm I'm like that person. I try to find the cuts that ain't nobody gonna like right at first. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people slept on uh Hello as well. Hello, hello, I, hello. And so okay. Hello and, and Love Yours were the songs that I liked a lot. And then so I just really I went from I went from my distaste for a born center to like let me go back back. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I did not like born I did not like Whoa! I'm gonna talk hey, about I'm, this because being honest, you asked you me said, questions. You I said the text, Rel, that, that has me like, wait, what? But no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Clip. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm, I'm being dead ass. No, uh, no, but no, but no. We just talked about Born Center this week, and I and I saw you. You'll understand it when I talk. But you uh, said something about yeah, it, yeah. and it was like, huh? Yeah. Um, but I also, I also was really like a fan of like the Simba stuff that he was doing prior to like Super being on too. So I can't, I cannot knock that. Like, it, so I went in and out of my my love for him. But really, for me, I would say I'll be solidified and cemented as a forever fan because of of Forrest. For real. Okay. Um, good question. Thank you. My first like initial, I've only listened to the album like two and a half times. Um, and that's same. I've only listened two times because that's really because I had the day off today and I had shit to do. But um, my first like just on listening to it, I was like, this is mixtape cold. Like that was like my first like initial Simba. Not, like, Simba. This is, and he and in the lead up to this. He's been dropping clues like this mm-hmm. is like this. He, he named it the offseason because there was the come up. There's the warm up. And then he was like, this is pretty much Ooh, like another. In, of, that makes sense. Now, I was wondering 
So, well, I, was, I was wondering, how does the offseason come from KOD? You no, know? it doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't. Because I, I was wondering, like, you know, I hold albums as their own. So I was wondering, how does yeah. he get to the offseason from kids on demand or kill drugs or kills, you know, whatever. Go ahead. Um. So I, I that was my first inclination. And the bars are like, li- like each song, the bars are like. 11 out of 12. Like, like uh, all of them. Top tier. Top tier. Every track. And it's just like, you know, you sitting there like, oh, oh. So it takes me back to mixtape days of, of, of Cole. Um, they're like leading up to that. I was waiting for the song because my favorite, one of my favorite things about Cole is his storytelling ability. And I was leading up through the album was just like, all right, where's the song that he's telling the story? And wasn't getting it. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I'm not tripping. And I'm like, for him to go away from that is like, which is a big part of him. It is a big part Mm -hmm. of him. And then you hear um, the track where he talks about Diddy and he talks about like, you know. Was that Let Go My Hand or My Tripping? Let Go My my Hand. hand. Let Go My Hand. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought that was. I thought that was a beautiful song. Like that, that yeah, sounds yeah. crazy. Like it was like, and it was it's, such a. It, it's a J. Cole song right when you hear it. Yeah. And know? it was like the juxtaposition of what he was doing and still taken with the lyrics, like the top notch mm-hmm. lyrics and still storytell and use that, like that metaphor in there. I, I thought it was beautiful. I think Let Go of My Hand is, no, I don't know if that was my favorite. Um, I would say that one, uh, that 95 South, it, it's, that, it's that took me back it's to a, early It's, 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 it's I would say to Jesse, like, when I, not to cut you off, but you get a little piece. When I first heard 95 South, I had to check, the, I looked at my phone, I said, what yeah. the fuck am I listening to? I said, I know I clicked on the, on the off season. I didn't click on killer season. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, so I was looking at it, but it was just such a, I would say this. As a nigga who like who watched wrestling, it was like a Hugh whose music is that? It was like what? It's like what? Cam? Yeah. Cam talking shit to me in in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, that was I'm one sorry. of those things where I was like, oh, it's gonna be this kind of album, okay. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I do like I actually do like the features he has. I thought Little Baby mm-hmm. and Twenty One Savage mm-hmm. did their mm-hmm. thing. I, mm-hmm. I think they. I felt I hit on that. I, they, hit on that. I yeah. felt. I mean, look, look, I mean, to be honest with you, look. I mean, it wasn't like Lil Baby didn't do what he did to Drake and uh, Lemon Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. never happened. Needs and wants. Needs and wants. Because what Lil Baby did to Drake and Lemon Pepper was just like. No, it's not Lemon Pepper. Uh, Legion 1. That's right. That's Legion right. 1. My, my Legion thing is, yeah. I'm saying that, but as a person that doesn't really listen to Lil Baby, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will tell you. Little baby, tell me, little baby got lyrics like that. So yeah, I'm not. And everything I've ever heard, you got a lot of you got a lot of music to catch up on, Jesse. You got you got a lot of music to listen to, Jesse. I do. Get, get into some know, little baby. You got to get that little baby in you. But you I think get that little baby in you. Uh, pause, uh, pause. God damn, man. <laughs> I'm talking music. Oh. Anyways. Why'd you repeat it three times then? <laughs> you could have just said uh, it maybe because I stutter. I don't fucking know. That's <laughs> better. Everything thing. I've ever heard Lil Baby featured on, he's he's came with it. So I'm not like, you know, this is not even like a knock to Lil Baby. I just don't listen to enough Lil Baby. And to hear him on that I track it was just like he 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 did his thing again. Uh 21 Savage, 
you know, him and Cole are starting to have yeah. this connection. I got a question about that track. Uh, and I'm, jumping starting in. To, I'm starting to notice like 21, uh, like Cole is having an influence on 21. So I'm in yeah. the docu- documentary. Go ahead. 100%. Like, um, you know, one thing about 21 Savage, uh, reason why I follow him, my ex-girlfriend really likes him and, you know, his growth I've seen. And it's one of those things where 21 lived a certain life and lived a per- and be- was a certain person. And he's all about trying to become the better version of himself. And he's all about those things that you steadily see that happening throughout his life every year. So I, I'm to hear him on this track, you can hear his growth in his music. You can hear his growth mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. that track. You can hear his growth personally. Mm-hmm. So it's that's like another, that's that you you got to get you got that's another thing you got to you got a lot of music, this Jesse. You oh, I listen to twenty one. Like you know, yeah, twenty one got, got a lot of good shit. Yeah, you got, got a lot of good shit. Yeah, yeah, tell me about twenty one. But yeah, it's um, a Jake one song too. And so I I thought you know, uh, production was top notch. I thought this is one of those things where. You know what's crazy is I kind of feel like I know this may sound really crazy, but I kind of feel like J Cole might drop another album this year. I just kind of <clears> feel that way. It's a it's yeah. a boy. It's a yeah. boy. bro. We like I, again. It's a boy. The, it's a before boy everything coming. was everything before everything was closed. He was promoting the fall off at a uh, day in Vegas. Like he oh, had banners. Amazing. He had people walking through the the crowd with banners. And passing out posters for the fall off, he was literally promoting the fall off during his concert. You want to know something interesting? I don't and he said it in his uh, documentary. That he he was saying all that, but you know what? I really feel like I feel like the fall off is never gonna come. He did say he had songs for years on it. Like he's he doxing us. Man, I, man, basically, the reason he said middle child. He like said middle child was for, for for the fall off. He said middle child was for fall off. I think it's gonna be a way different Ooh, album. If middle we... child would have dropped right when the fall off came out. He I... said middle child was for fall off. Yeah, it was. That's I, what... I forgot about middle child. And I think I'm counting the clips. Oh, I think. Oh, I think the fall off. Number one is because he has so much tracks on it, and the initial idea of the fall off, I think he's changed from there. So I, that's why I feel like if we do get a fall, the fall off, it's not the original the fall off. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a yeah, different, yeah. I think it's a well, different type. Song age, different. you know, we'll never get whatever Kendrick and Cole was cooking up fucking eight I years hope, ago. That so. we'll never, so. we'll never get so. that. That's that shit. Is, so. that shit is don't, 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 don't say never. Don't say but, never. All right, but this, we're, we're not getting it. This is my, don't this is my question never. though. This is my question though about my life. Uh, and maybe you guys can answer this better than me. Um, wasn't that the same? Yes, that's the same. You think from a from a lot? Yeah, from, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, so that's the same beat. It's sped up. It's sped up. It's sped up with a heavy drum. It's sped up. I was like. Which J. Cole likes to, J. Cole likes to recycle samples yeah. Yeah. or, or yeah. Use, manipulate. That's why I'm glad he stopped fucking with the lead. I thought that was the, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was not elite. I don't know why you blame that. On oh yeah, elite. Elite is not. I know. I'm saying I'm glad he stopped fucking with elite. Elite oh, is yeah, not yeah. the reason he does that. Right, yeah, <laughs> no, right, but yeah, elite yeah. recycle. But but Man, is it my turn now? Me. Can I go? Please. Please. Is, me? is it on Please. me? Okay. I've been listening to albums all day. So I've been listening between that and also this really good album by Georgia Smith. She's one of my favorite artists. I'm gonna put her on spotlight because she now gets Georgia Smith is out there. Like you need to really. She's Georgia Smith is one of my favorite writers in the in the, in the show right now. But back to the what we're here to talk about is is, is Cole. 
Um, that track with Jake, he do got a track with Jake One. You know, that is the 21 Savage track. But as I, I just wrote That's shit Jake that one, came yeah. to, I just wrote shit that came to mind just when I would listen to this whole album. Like when I listened to Let Go of My Hand, it was the fight with Puff over the Kendrick line. And he finally acknowledged that he actually did, he did get into a fight with Puff. You know what I'm saying? That whole what, let go how, of my do hand. You, do you know how to okay, fight transparent? Yeah, Tell us yeah okay. I do. I do. So basically, it was at the VMA Allegedly. Awards and VMA Awards in 2013. Puff mm-hmm. had an injury with the Kendrick line about the King of New York. Cole was actually defending Kendrick, intervened. Kendrick left with some people. Cole and Puff got into a fight that night at the VMA's Awards in 2013. <laughs> that, 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 that. And apparently, uh, allegedly, Puff slapped. J. Cole. J. J. Cole. And what, oh, that's yeah, yeah. He slapped Puff. Allegedly, well, what happened? Why does nigga Puff slap niggas though? Like, it, why is that Puff? Puff slapped J. Cole, and J. Cole just went. Was it? Was a slap well, similar to when? It, I, I don't know. Y'all seen that Drake, Drake. viral video Not of when Nipsey slapped the dude in the? In oh the yeah, Drake. Yeah. Viega, was it like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, no. I mean, yeah. It had to be like that. I mean, from the from the rumors of what happened in the fight, it wasn't that much to like it before you knew it. Yeah, before you knew it, everybody intervened, so it wasn't really a fight. Yeah, right. But I guess the, it all spawned over the King of New York line. I mean, at the, also at the end of it, just so nobody goes and feeds off some J. Cole, P. Diddy bullshit. Like, P. Diddy's praying at the end of this nigga's track. P. Diddy's at a different place now, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, Diddy's so, been saying that for a long time. He's actually but, brought up the J. Cole, like, you know. Off, it's, guys, it's not Diddy. P Diddy, it's love. It's love. It's love. Puff, I, and, I, and I like that. And I like that. And, and so shout that, out to that love. nigga name is Puff. That's shout out, love. shout out, shout out to shout out to love. Um, I, I, I would just say that you know Diddy addressed that whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. The nigga he name is Diddy address, or Puff. Uh, he addressed. I'm talking about he addressed the, the whole thing. No, Jesse, his name is Love. His name is Love. Jesse, <laughs> right. love, love Diddy. Whatever. <laughs> that nigga name is Puff. Did Daddy love? I don't know. You can't be 40 years into the game and change your name. That's not how this works. I might be love real. I might be love real. I might be love real by next week. You know, I might be love real by next week. You know, I mean, you gotta you gotta manifest it. You know, so. But, so the lines that the the things that the the tad points that I wrote about this J Cole album, overall is my the first one when I hit the first time I had to write a pen on this piece of paper, I said 21 Savage is here. And, and and I mean that for anybody who don't listen to 21 Savage, who don't acknowledge 21 Savage music, that's a cold ass verse. And I th- I think no, don't I don't do want to say it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Diddy, it. it's close. I mean, the verses are close. I mean, I mean, it, it's come. I, I I think 21 may have gotten cold on a cold track, and, and I know it's old because I know because I, Cole Benham went 21. I'll say this. Cole did him dirty on tw- a lot. He did him dirty. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He flamed yeah. him on the <laughs> Which was fucked up. But 21 is kind of half, you know, R word. And it rhymes with arted. But. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, so I don't think. Oh. That nigga, <laughs> no. Hell, no. He knew. Like no. no. No, he knew. Because the music video has the third. Uh, has 21. It's the third verse. Okay. Okay. I'm he, knew. Say, he knew. I think, I, I'm he knew. Because I think Cole may have pulled. Cole may have did the Wale. Remember when Wale sent the verse? And then Cole sent the beautiful. The beautiful. Uh, 
What was that? The, the Wale song. Uh, beautiful Cole. Bliss. Yeah. Beautiful Bliss. Cole sent it after the fact. Wale said Cole sent it after the fact. He didn't even know he was, Cole was going to be on the... And Cole was like, hey, this the verse for your song. And it was just the hottest shit ever. It was like, what the fuck? I, I cannot not put this on my track now. And you just fucked my whole career, Why, J. Cole. Because now you blew up on, you know what I'm saying, off my shit. So, but I'm the overall. So as I hit the tab point, they go did about, that to uh, to to Jay Z on uh, Star Is Born too. Uh Jay Z gave him that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, about to say a Star Is Born is kind of is this really? Yeah, yeah, he didn't really listen to that verse. Jay Z was so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, also, I also too. To verse. Jay was so lazy on that verse. <laughs> he was lazy. I seen Ye so, do it. So. Uh, you know, my, that was my first. Besides, besides when I wrote Cameron in big bold letters, that which was honestly, if you haven't heard it, man, if you don't fuck with Cameron and don't understand his influence on today's hip hop, you'll never fucking get it. But um, Cole, uh, just on the intro with that with that uh, track with Twenty One Savage, uh, not even the intro, the, the I think it's the second track, or no, actually third track, because uh, second track is Amari. Um, I like that yeah. song. And that produced love, by Tim. Love Amari. Shout yeah. out to my sister. Um, Shout out Amari. Uh, I think that's but, the name. I think that's the name of his son, by the way. That's crazy. Um, but this, but Twenty One Savage is here. I think he's gonna be somebody we got to keep an eye on for the for the rest of his career. Little Baby is here. Also, if I had to rank this album, if I had to put it, oh, I listened to it eight times. I I, I literally wrote down exactly eight times before this podcast started. I put this slightly above his first album because personally to me, I think every other album is above his first album. So if I had to go, if I had to rank it from worst to last, I would rank it, you know, uh, uh, sideline story. I'd go this one. I'd go born center. I'd go KOD and my personal favorite J. Cole album because I think it's just such a, it's a rap documentary to me is, is um, for your eyes only. For your eyes only, just a story that I don't think many artists can tell. And I did, I did, I just, and I also me and Cole collaborated on a on a little something that we put for his concert back in the uh, you know two thousand you know, early early two thousand. Me and Cole, me and Cole did something where a nigga recorded me. I didn't even know what I did. Sign no consent, and it was part of the concert. And I'm, I, I you know, so and, and Kev can fact check that. I signed no consent, Kev. Did I sign any consent with J Cole that night when the nigga followed me? You also forgot a couple. You completely forgot uh, an album. <laughs> Which one? It, Which one? Twenty fourteen. You forgot twenty fourteen. Oh, course, 24, so. Okay, if I had to rank them, it would be uh, for your eyes. You just muted yourself, bro. <laughs> He's capping. He's capping right now. <laughs> oh if God. I had to, if I had to do it, just a bit, <laughs> just to wrap up. If I had to rank these albums, it would be my personal favorite is. For your eyes only, KOD, and then 2014, Forest Hills Drive. But lastly, too, also I want to shout out um, another dude who I read something about today. His name was Chad Griffin, and he's been shooting J Cole all of his um, all of his art covers. And he did a he did an interview today. Chad Griffin. Um, I didn't even know. Did y'all know that that the warm up uh, photo shoot wasn't even supposed to be like that? It was supposed to be inside of a gym. But because of a blizzard that night in New York City, they got locked out of the gym, and then that's how you got the come up, um, the come up photo shoot. So, like I like with the, with J Cole's albums is more than the album. I look at the cover. I look at what he's talking about. What what is the concept? It's just not just your average rap. It's not just the release day. 
And I know I'm going long, but I just feel like with Cole, it's more than just, I'm just putting out an album. It's like, nigga, what is he talking about? Where's Cole at? What's Cole's thoughts on this? Because when I say him and Kendrick are kings of going away now, you know what I'm saying? You won't hear Yo, shit from him. But I appreciate this album. This album is great. It may not be my favorite, but it's something you can listen to. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm, I, I agree. Well, that was a lot, like Rel said. Uh, um, I'm, uh, I, I completely stole this from Jay-Z. Uh, and I think he talked about this on Magna Carta. Uh, I believe it was Magna Carta. I'm not 100% sure. But he went on an interview and he talked about, I've said this to you guys many times. I don't particularly like ranking albums on the day of or even a week after they drop. Like that's like, again, I this is, I stole it from Jay. Jay, like he was like, you can't even tell sonically what the artist does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was it. I remember that was the whole yeah, thing. I feel, yeah, like he's like, you can't even tell sonically what the artist was trying to do. It has to sit with you. And I like after he said that, like I 100% agree with that shit. So while right now this shit is sizzling, and like you said, the bars are there. Um, initially, when he's when Rail uh, showed the the track list, initially we thought we was gonna get another album with no features. Shout out to him for actually getting you know accepting features. But he talked about it in his documentary that he was gonna be like, "Nigga, you didn't do any features. Do you want to be the nigga that said no every time somebody sent?" hit you up for some features um i got a question since we're all having like i don't want to make i mean obviously we're all positive and we all so far like what we're listening to and like what we hear from cole do you guys have any negatives uh about the album because i got at least one you got one clips um well for me as somebody who also likes to rap uh, right for him to have for him to be uh a top elite artist, I felt like his audio engineering could have been just a little better. Um, and I'm saying that because my audio engineering, <laughs> I know what bad shit sound like because I'm right. not there yet. So right. I think just for that side of his production, it definitely could have been better. I I would rate that like a 7 out of 10, mm. in my opinion. Um, okay. So that was my only pet peeve, just because I'm like, I was hearing stuff and I was like, damn. I know exactly why it sounds like that. I, I, I did that last week. I wish I wish I, I wish I had that air. Uh my only thing, my only gripe, and it's not even no big thing. Um no beats that made me get the sour face. Like no beats that was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, again, like. The audio was awesome. Like the lyrical content, I'm gonna, you know, look up shit for weeks trying to figure out some of the shit this nigga said, right? Like just and then what, about, what about 95 South? I feel like the opening No, yeah, bad. that one, that, that one, the that's best. the only one. That's the best one, right? But like even that one, that I was one just surprised that he it was the it was it was the combination of Cam and doing the Cam beat and then Lil John at the end doing Lil John shit. And, yeah, um stands out more now. Like, yeah, as a beat, like, because I'm like, like I said, my only, I just felt like no track. And again, I hate to do this, but but these are his com- contemporaries that he's always compared to. I feel like in Drake's album, he gives you at least two where it's like, damn, you gonna do that with that beat? Yeah, like he gives you at least two of those where it's like, damn, with that. Again, I'm not, you know, uh, on his last, I always dark demo tapes, right? His last Drake's album, right? The last I thought that I thought that shit was trash. 
Right. I no, I would I don't necessarily like it like that either. But um the fact that he used um Song Cry beat again, like again, like from from Jay-Z, he used the Song Cry thing again. I would just like still again, for me, that's it's like sports where it's like I always want to hear some like hear something of a beat where it's like, damn, you gonna do that with that. And I I I feel like I didn't get that. Again, that's just my little pet peeve. Uh Jesse, you got anything that you um um just because I haven't listened to it enough. Same. I think, I think my knock is the same like thing that I'm kind of like um, when I initially was like, this is great or this is like dope. I I think my initial knock is that it's like, it's not even like a bad thing. To me, it's something where it's like, this is mixtape cold, right? So I'm like, I feel like you you start to get that throughout. And so my thing was just like, I kind of feel like he he came in like I'm approval point or be like I'm I'm that nigga like lyrically and I'm like you didn't have to do that but I think it suffers in the sense of like the more landscape of a full song. I don't personally care if you have one verse on a track, two verse, three verse, four verse. I I have no problem with that as long as the song is something I will listen to throughout mm-hmm. the entire song. So I mean, throughout the whole time, I don't have to hit skip at any point in time. So I, I personally like that because when you're done, you're done. I, I feel like the, a lot of artists feel like they got to force another thing into a song. And mm. um, so I guess my knock is not really a knock, but I, I, me giving it more listening, listening to over the next few weeks and everything, yeah. I'll probably have a little more. Um, but my initial thought was like, this is not the call I expected. So yeah. I guess that was like my sense of like, I had to go back and revert back to like, oh, okay. And then listen to it again. It was like, all right, I really love it. It's, like, it's crazy that you say that because I kind of agree with you. But the the fact that he dropped the documentary a week before, then it it kind of gave me again, what kind of call. Yeah. It made, made sense what kind of, because he was talking about his lyrical content. He was like, I literally pushed myself on these tracks better and better just like warming up for like you know work working out for drills or trying to you know basketball shit like i'm working on my jumper i'm working on this i'm scratching this out i'm doing this and yeah. you can tell by look he wanted to, again like you said he wanted to let niggas know like like i'm that nigga like i'm yeah. i'm the, and and i'm glad and he is and, and i'm glad and this goes without i'm glad that he was the first one to drop out of the big three him uh K Dot and, and Drake, right? I'm glad he was first, especially after all this time when Certified Love Boy was supposed to be dropped. How long ago? And then you know, K Dot got something in. You know, TDE's already hinted that K Dot's already got something coming. Um, I'm glad that Cole was the one that said, "Fuck it!" Like everybody's, you know, not none of the big guys, none of the superstars are dropping because of the pandemic, and everybody wants to be out. He's like, "I'm gonna be first. I'm gonna do this shit." Which is another reason why I think there's another album coming. If it's yeah. not by the end of this year, it's like first thing next year again. Um, so overall, I, I like I said, I loved it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I have more knocks on it, but I, I agree. Right. Production-wise, in the sense of beat selection, there is no, like, that's why I'm like, Interlude stands out so much. Yeah, it's probably like the third best beat on the, that beat, on the album. So like, in my opinion. Again, my opinion. You know what I mean? So I, I think... Um, 
I think I, I agree with that. And I agree with the audio part. Like, if you're not listening to it on yeah. headphones or yeah. like the loud speaker, it yeah. does like it, it it does not really hit. So I, I agree with both of those. Like I tried to do both, you know. Obviously, listen to your headphones, and then when you're in your car, I try to listen to what song got the, like the surprise 808 that you don't expect where it knocks, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I try. I always, I always try to do that shit. Like if you're gonna listen again, I, I have no grade for the album yet. Like you know, I, it's got to sit with me for a little bit. But like I always try to see because there's always that perspective. Because I know, especially big artists, all artists think about you know how is it played in the car how is it played in headphones how's it played at a party you know shit like that and i i would say this um if anybody's like yo if you if you think this is gonna make j cole fans i don't think this album makes j cole nah no nah, nah, i don't nah, think nah, it nah. makes new oh you I, think so i, I would you say think so casual fans like okay i'm saying because how music is consumed now mm-hmm. with you know, TikTok and how everything, even Instagram and all of this shit. I yeah, there's like, no challenge. There's no challenge music in this clips. I'm, no, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not saying it's based off of the challenge music and yeah. the dance thing, but I, I feel that. like it's a short album, and yeah, all yeah. of these, all of these kids who like Lil Baby, who like Twenty One Savage, they're going to go through this and finally listen to somebody who has bars. And then yeah. be like, oh, I'm a rock with him because, as you mentioned, Drake and Kendrick, who are also mega stars, have not put any new music out worth right. them going in. So I feel like he's going to be a good reference point for them for lyricism because right. they don't have. They ain't got also, nobody. also, too, just to just to piggyback off of what you were saying, I also feel like. I think this is a great opportunity because as a nigga who's in between, like I know the young cats listen to the 21s and the little babies. I got into it recently and realized, oh shit, I'm missing out on a lot of good music right now. So I and and everything is always like and Cole was the one dude who was all like he was like my Kobe, where it was like I always wanted to see him with another with another with another artist. Like, you know, like and not part of Dreamville, because it's it's rare at this point, you know what I'm saying? Where if he gets out of Dreamville with a with a feature, it's usually gonna go to Dreamville, it's usually gonna go to the home team. But to see him expand his horizons and listen to what these young niggas are saying, listen to what 21 Savage has to say. I think 21 Savage had one of the greatest mixtape runs probably ever, you know, when you really stack it up. You know what I'm saying? When you listen to me, he put out the shit he put out with, uh, you know, so 21 Savage been putting out classics, you know, and I think this is now he needed 21 Savage wanted to get into a different frame because he can rap both ways. And I don't think Cole would have fucked with him if he couldn't. Like, I truly believe when Cole says you whack rappers, he wouldn't fuck with a nigga if he couldn't rap. And everybody said like these new niggas that can't rap. Cole just stamped you on the shit that he talked shit about, like on the niggas who can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I stamped my niggas on this and put it on the feature. Cole could put the whole shit out. It had no features but him humming. And I'm still going to listen to the shit. So I just think that it was good for him to put these features on this album because, A, those artists are in a transition period where they're in the come-up stage. They're the, the, the hot shit. You know what I'm saying? Baby's on everybody's track. You know what I'm saying? Baby versus is, is the feature is usually go to the radio. So I just personally like the, the, the fact that Cole actually used his platform because his platform now is one of the ones where if you're seen with him, you on the song with him, you now get that acclaim of him. 
So, so, you know, and it's not, you don't get the, you know, so 20, putting 21 on the song and even him doing a 21 verse. I mean, Cole does some weird verses where it's like, Cole doing a, a what? Like, I would, how many times, listen to Cole when he first came out and you listen to Savage when he first came out. Did you ever think that these two niggas would, could, could find a track that have common themes on it? You know what I'm saying? If you listen to 21 Savage when he first came out. And I think that Cole was there to show these cats that, yeah, I get your side. I get everything you're saying, but there's also another side to it. And that's why I appreciate it. You know, that's why I appreciate the features of the little babies because we need we need to expose them because you can only get so well, now we're supposed to only got two Cole, two more Cole albums. Hopefully we got a hopefully we got a lot of more boss albums because because I need more boss. I, I need I need to ask a question about that. Do y'all yeah, I need, feel like he like for for boss because he always seems to be featured on what Cole does in project, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's him rapping or mm-hmm. or probably writing, because I do think that uh, boss pen is nice. He has a right I feel like yeah. boss is J Cole's uh, sci high. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. He is. He is. You know, I, I that's is. my. <laughs> I think that's a no, good boss is. To me, to see me, by, some people shot the Chris. They JID is the second best uh, in Dreamville. Uh, I think it's Boss. I think I think Bob. I think Boss is his punch. You can see he's favored more. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, Boss is Boss. Maybe he's trying. More. Maybe he's trying to prop him up. No, so well, when Boss Cole is leaves. favored more because number one, they're close in age. They pretty much was like on the come up together on that. Also, Boss is uh, J Cole's manager's brother. Yeah. yeah. So shout, out, like, shout out to Waz and uh yeah. Sorry, keep going. Oh, for sure. No. So how do y'all think that his lack of exposure? Well, with the exposure he's getting, but the lack of of tapes that he has, is this hindering a potential album that he could drop? No, because I Boz got two. To me personally, Boz got two classics already. Okay. Because I, I don't want to so, see him in a situation like uh Absol. No, 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 I get no, you. I, get you. No, I, I no, don't yeah, want to yeah. see him. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. No, Boss already has Too High to Riot, which is my personal favorite album by Boss. And it's a fucking classic. If you haven't heard Too High to Riot by Boss, go back and listen to it. Uh, 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 and the cold verse on Night Job, you know what I'm saying? I'm so, my night job. Yeah, my, it, it just, it, it's incredible. And even if you go all the way back to, to Boss when he had, um, what was that one track when he said, my nigga just made bail. Mm. My nigga just made bail, and so you know, so it's like Bob. I personally have always been a Boss fan, and I think even with the little ad libs, and I'm like, when I heard Boss on what was that? Hold on, what what track was Boss on? But then when I heard him use just the just the sample, I was like, I need more Boss samples. Like Boss has a now, like a, he has a, a hook voice, you know, where he can be, you I know, do like wonder, where. Like my thing is, I wonder because Boss. Like, we'll do his thing, and then he's, like, on other Dreamville stuff, and he doesn't really branch out much. So I wonder if that's, like, the lane he wants to stay in. Like, that that's my question, is, like, I mean, the place where I like to be. Because they're after- near J.I.D., and J.I.D. is getting a clear push. Like, he's getting a clear push. Like, they think that no, he, yeah. the next one, which he is that talented. He is he's J.I.D.'s, he's badass uh, Billy Gunn when he challenged The Rock. He, you he, know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's badass, Billy Gunn, you know? Yeah, the, uh, that Revenge of Dr- the Dreamers 3, 
I, like that was he JID. Stood, no, no, JID and, and, and Boss stood out on Revenge of the Dreamers, which also let, like, I mean, not to go back to J. Cole, I mean, just everything he spun off of just the Dreamville as a nigga who listened to his first mixtape from the come up when he first put that shit out and now to the Dreamville Productions, which I don't even know what's coming with, with Dreamville Productions. Uh, I'm just curious. I mean, I, I'm, I'm loving everything that they're doing. And I honestly, TD, to me, this is what I see it as. TDE, step your shit up, bro. TDE, you know what I'm saying? TDE, Top Dog Entertainment, Schoolboy, really? all them niggas over there. Step yeah, nigga, shit up. I agree. Them niggas I have, agree. them niggas have, Greenville has not only put out one, they put out two compilation albums that are. Oh well, they don't the want to do that though. They but don't want to do that. Stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. Nah, music they me. got a plan. That's stupid. I don't I mean it's stupid. I haven't heard Absol in years. Not everybody's plan. Not everybody's not plan. Everybody got a plan. But I haven't heard Absol in years. What's the point of burying a nigga like he's a college quarterback for three years? Put him on a compilation album ain't gonna make it better. Like it ain't gonna make it better. But I'm saying like I shared the same sentiment. Thank I you. Look, I would I TDE would I step like, your shit up. Would I like a TDD a TDE album uh, or a black hippie album? Not a TDD black, black hippie album. Give black us one black album. hippie. Would I like a black hippie album? Yes. Do I think they need one? No. I think they, they do. They do. They do. They, they definitely do. They definitely need. They definitely need it. They definitely need a black hippie album. That's the point because Absol has been out for like almost six years since Control came out. Since Control came out, Absol has been out for fucking six years. But Absol's probably the most talented nigga in TDE, and nobody even talks about this nigga. Schoolboy would be very too. If they did that, Schoolboy would be very too. No, I'm saying Cole gives his. Cole gives his go get an album. JID, you want to mix it? Go put another mixtape out. JID, whatever you want to do, go put it out. Boss, Ariana, we got we got two Ariana fucking Linux albums before we can even get anything from TDE. Like I'm, I'm, I'm tired of T TDE holds on this shit like it's the fans. Go ahead, Clint. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about Scissor. Scissor chooses not to drop her music. No, I'm just saying, don't forget her. Don't yeah, forget. don't. Yeah, no. don't. No, Scissor. And then I, she I, doesn't I, even I, perform. Fuck Scissor. She should have. Hey, respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. She had a throat you, issue. This is coming from a person that went to go see her live. She had she a throat one issue. One song and left. She had a throat issue. She did. No, she didn't. Not there. She, she had a throat know. issues. It's well documented. Kevin, what to the be fuck are you talking about? Look, bro. She had, she, she had a throat issue. When I she mean, was on stage, that wasn't the reason she said that was her issue. She said the niggas was fucking with her music. That was an issue she said. Yeah, that, I... I don't even want to get into that. I just, anyways, TD, step your I, shit I, up. I, personally, I, I don't think they need a compilation album. I don't. Now, for the younger artists, like for uh, Isaiah Rashad, yeah, I would say, yeah. I would well, he's just them. now getting back to rap. He's just getting back. I don't even know if TDE still pump music. I don't even know if TDE still pump, pump music. You're always asking niggas for shit. Damn, wait. <laughs> I, nigga, I've waited three years, bro. How much does it cost? You can't even give us. You can't even give us offsprings of mixtape. Like I wish artists would just give us tracks that they don't even want. Like you know what? I recorded this. It doesn't make sense. To... <laughs> yeah, They've made enough. What happened to just loving the niggas sport? Made enough money. You like a nigga sitting there throwing all this money in a goddamn ball? Talking about he made enough. He, how you gonna make enough money and not throw and throw the <laughs> throw shit in the ball if you, you don't talk, make apples no and oranges? You talking first off, Jesse? Don't talk about the six guy. Oh, but. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Rel, Rel. You don't bring drink into this. Ah, no. Kev, take it back over because they're losing me. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, 
Well, that uh, oh, that one thing, clips. I agree with you. Yeah. Twenty fourteen is my favorite album too. Yeah. yeah what's your favorite? What's your favorite J Cole album? Twenty fourteen. Uh, also, also to to, to huh? Twenty fourteen. Over KOD. Yeah, over again. Yeah, easily, bro. What? Stop it. I like, yeah. I like fucking for your eyes on. I don't know why. Uh, and, and then again, if we're talking about beats again, like again, I don't know if you was listening to when we was talking about that, real. Like mm, I was. Tale of Two Cities. That's one of those beats where you was like, oh my god. That right? that, that sounded that's, like that's a, that's the I was only thing. That's the only thing that, that was missing day. for me shit, on the bro. on the. I I acknowledge I Tale of Two Cities Two, two Cities album. beat, but the first time I heard Bill Mentality. That shit blew me away. I didn't know. No, like, no, I'm, just, no I'm, I'm talking about uh, the off season. Like, there's, I, I don't know if you heard when, we, when you went away or whatever. I was like, there's no beat on the off season that made gave you the sour milk face where it was like, oh my god. No, he no, because J Cole produced three of them fucking shits. That's why. <laughs> okay. Hey man, that was good. Um, speaking about mixtapes, the which we talked about, um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, put a, her uh, her mixtape on DSPs. Hey J Cole, do the same thing for your fucking song on your mixtapes. Like, what's what's the problem? Oh, you well, talking about the, the old ones? You talking about yes, the, oh, okay. the come up, the warm up. Why they not on DSPs? Why do we still have to go to that piff to find these? Like, you can't even fight them on title. So why uh, why I've, I've said I've I've said that for years. You can't like, even find Friday Night Lights and, and anywhere and else on the SoundCloud. To me, like to me, there's no excuse now because multiple artists have done this. Now Drake has taken literally, literally songs from different years, made some bullshit mixtape and put it on DSPs. Again, I'm a big. We are all big J Cole fans here. I just wish Cole would take the time. I don't know who you got to talk to, what the issue is, what lawyers you got to talk to, who don't want to sign off on shit. Get the come up, the warm up, and Friday Night Lights on DSPs. Period. Nope. I feel like that part becomes tricky um, just because the regulations in in the mixtape era versus now in the streaming era were so different. So it's it's Mm -hmm. hard some artists make it work though. Like if if there's an issue where he can't, like again, oh yeah, for shit, sure. we know, buddy. Let us, like again, let let motherfuckers know that he it's not put, possible. Hey, it's it's possible because he can always put that bit on title. Hundred percent. That's I'm what saying, I feel like. That is not, so it's, just, it's very interesting that it's not on title. That's my only issue. But that, that, that was a, my. That's mind. a great point because there's a lot. Just of get it, get it on DSPs. That's all I'm asking. I'm, I don't feel like can I'm asking get, for a Can whole we lot. get Friday Night Lights, please? Can we get Friday Night Lights on DSP? I don't. Sh- I don't feel like I should have to go to that Piff and go find or go find an old CD to, to listen find to your this old one. iPod. Right, find your old iPod. How are you trying I think to? Friday Night Lights is the hardest one though. I think Friday Night Lights because it's so much original material that he didn't clear a lot of. Hundred uh, percent. Like I said, I don't. Yeah. I don't know they the internet. I'm not. I'm not smart enough. But Cole got enough money to worry. I feel like he can make it work and just you know, like other artists have done it. You know what I'm well, saying? That's it, all I'm saying. It, Other artists. The benefit of that is that all he has to say is whatever the streams look like, you, I can cut the check from the stream. Mm-hmm. Basically. Because that shit is going to go up. Oh, it's going to go up. Whenever he puts that on DSPs, it's a wrap for it for the whole top of the charts. It's over for him. Yeah. It's, it's going to be murder. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we're going to move on to um, plus or minus. Uh, I got a late edition 
so two of the questions will be NBA, and the first one will be podcasting. Oh, okay. So uh, plus or minus, whose side are you on in the Joe Button Rory Mall controversy? Plus or minus clips. As this podcast is Rory, um, <laughs> I, I'm on Rory's side. So, <laughs> so I get it. Haven't, so plus or minus. I haven't listened to plus. It. I no okay. Uh, uh, clips. Plus or minus, uh, whose side are you on in the Joe Button, uh, Rory Maul uh, situation? Check this out. How long y'all been friends? All y'all in here? Ten, uh, about 10, ten years, but 11, 10, yeah, probably 10 11 years. years. And, and, and any problems that y'all have ever had, y'all was able to, you know, talk it out, fight it out, whatever boys at do. Some, at some point. I yeah. mean, there is a video where Kev went off on rail with some gloves on, but, you know. <laughs> Have there okay. is no video. There is no video. Oh, oh it's on Facebook. I, there is no video. There is no video. Put a, there is no video. Are you asking me to put it up on Instagram? Because I will. Because I will. Because I will. There is no video, Kevin. All right. Don't worry about it. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no video. My thing with that situation, bro, yeah. is for someone like Joe to talk all that shit about loyalty when he was going through the DJ academic shit. When he was going through the mm. fucking label shit with Eminem, he put shit on wax, yeah. talking all this shit, yeah. and then killed and fucked up the, the money for all of his people with the Spotify deal. You don't get to be the victim and talk about how loyal you are and saying you don't bring nothing to the table when people have clearly told you that these people that you have and you sit around with on a daily to do your pod are some of the reasons why they come to your show. As far as whatever he had going on with Rory, where he feels threatened, and feels like Rory is a manipulator, Joe needs to get back into his, his real therapy sessions, and he needs to realize that he is the problem. So I am going to be with Maul and Rory on this one, because wow. I feel like Joey is the problem. I, will say I went back and listened to that audio, and... Yeah. I don't think you don't you don't do that to people which one out there and call family and friends like you really try to work it out and you don't say you don't say that they're pretty much worthless to to that situation. I think that's kind of fucked up. I would say this. Um I didn't listen to it, but knowing Joe Button like I do, this seems very on brand for Joe Button. This is kind of how he makes this is how his breakups happen with groups or places he's at. Um, Are you maybe, saying he's Wendy Williams? Oh, Wendy Williams is worse. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah, no, no. He's not Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is worse. Um, I would say, like, the reason why I'm saying that is just he makes very emotional decisions. So I agree with you in the sense that maybe you need to go back and talk to your therapist and, and see, like, you know, calm yourself down to make just to make that knee jerk decision in the sense that I don't, I guess it wasn't that knee jerk, but I know they've been having problems for a while now, but uh, to just say on the, you know, to end the podcast and to fire somebody on the podcast, like it's, it's very, you know, it, it, it's disrespectful to people that you say you're very loyal to first and foremost. So um, I feel like this is something that he'll 
think back on he's very strong and he's very hard-headed but i think he'll think back on it in like a year or two and, and admit how wrong he was in this situation or you know he goes and you know he sees his therapist he goes to therapy and um he'll come to that realization i just you know it sucks it's sucks. as a person who didn't really listen to it but to see that joe Budden was able to carve a lane that i think hip-hop needed i think that was like the next uh he's the hip-hop howard stern yeah, I, th- I think that was the next like thing. Like the next thing was that's wild. The, the, that's wild, right? Like if you really, th- he's the hip hop power. That's, that's why I'm laughing because I didn't really think about yeah. that. Yeah, the next thing is that, that analyzing without you know without fear, because you know yeah. you could say like you know radio shows would analyze music and stuff or analyze artists or analyze anything. Going, he did it without fear. That that next level of being a, basically bringing a version of first take to podcast for rap music, for hip hop music, for hip hop culture. So to, to bring that to podcast form and be very successful at it. And, you know, people wanted to hear what he got to say, like no matter what. And his honesty is what people loved about him. Um, 100%. So it's all those things. It's why all those things. It sucks to see it end like that. And, you know. With them. The pod's not ending with them. Yeah, with oh, them. so the pod stays. I thought he ended yeah, up. Nah. Yeah, no, no. With he them. He has replacements. Oh yeah. Um, I I think this is interesting because I'm like, I I think this is interesting because I'm totally on the opposite side of the spectrum. Now, while I will say this, um, Joe's no saint. So let me get that off rip. And he does have an ego 110% and he can be maniacal and he can be, uh strong-minded and he can definitely not for everybody to work with right like he's not for everybody Mm -hmm. i side with him on this because he it's his shit it's all in his name and when you talk about loyalty it's a two-way street, right? So if you want to talk about loyalty and friendship, again, if we're talking about loyalty and friendship in business, that's that's already hard, right? Like because you're because you got to do what's best for the business, or it should be everybody's mind should be on the business. While and if you guys can make that work where you can be friends and the business could thrive and the business is thriving, then great. But once these two or one side is affected and affects the other side, then that's when things get tricky. And I think that's kind of what what's played out, uh, played out uh, in the public anyway. So for those who haven't don't know the whole story of what happened, um, I've been so Joe's on episode 476, if I remember off the top of my head, he's somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, I've been listening since I'm not like I'm not a day one listener. I'm not even going to cap. But I'm somewhere in the 300 range. So I've been listening to, to him for a minute, right? So I've been listening to him for a minute. Um, Joe uh, Joe said it himself. Um, the, the Spotify, obviously the Spotify situation that you guys talked about, um, fumbling the bag that everybody likes bringing up for him. Uh, he didn't 
to me, the way it came off as none of those guys accepted the Spotify deal because yeah, it wasn't enough money. Wrong for that one. I don't think he's in the wrong. Guy. Like everybody talks about the Spotify deal, but like to me, how it, he was never like when they were on the podcast talking about about the Spotify deal. When they were on Spotify talking shit about Spotify, they were none of them guys were satisfied because Spotify was still paying them under what they feel like they should have been paid. Right. They they wanted to pay um I can't even what's her, what's the what's the white lady that what was the white lady in train wreck with with uh, with uh oh what's her name Amy with, Sch- with Amy Schumer Amy when Schumer. Amy Schumer got her own show on Spotify Bam. and they were propping Amy Schumer up to be like the next big face like they were propping her up like she was gonna be Joe Rogan or something right like they were propping her up like she was gonna be the next voice. And Joe's numbers smashed that. And he was like, well, you pay her this. The numbers have been reported. Like, I should be getting paid this. And I think he's right about all of that stuff. I don't think yeah, yeah. wrong in any of that stuff. I think the right move was to leave Spotify. I think because you were- 100%. Get, going independent. Also, look at, even look what Joe Rogan's going through. Like, with his- 100%. I don't like, all, like all these guys. Like, so, like, Joe's, in my opinion, Joe's- a, He's kind of the disruptor that this form needs, in my opinion, because like it's it's still a new medium to relatively like, well, it's been here for a minute. But like I can remember when we started our podcast and people didn't know what it was like. They were still like asking when we started in like 18. Uh, they were still asking me, like, what's a podcast? Like they didn't know, like it was still still new to certain people. And I was telling him, I was like, podcasting is like a newspaper to me. Like, it's like when I wake up, that's how I read my news. Like, same way my dad woke up in the morning and had a stack of newspapers in the fucking house and he was reading newspaper every morning. That's how I consume podcasts. Like, it's like my morning routine in the morning. That makes sense because it's honestly be taking the place of it because I... I it's literally true. taking, it's no, literally I would taking say the place of newspapers. Now, not to cut you off, but now that I actually work in more like hoop, uh, basketball podcast, like I actually like Tuesday morning, the hoop collective comes out. I'll yeah. cut that on, like when I'm making my breakfast for coffee. Before you know it, like I've listened to six podcasts, you, and I don't even know, you, yeah, and 100%. I don't even know it. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I, like yeah. five hours of blow, but like I, yeah. I'm known as a dude in, in my job that always has my AirPods in. As soon as you want to talk to me, I got I do this face. What's up? <laughs> like, Maybe, you, I gotta like, stop what's you up? from everything you do and quickly hit pause. What's up? Like, like, what you need? Like, I'm, I'm over here. I can, I can do my job without talking to anybody. But like, they always need me anyway. Um, but back to the Joe Budden situation. Uh, Rory and Ma, I mean, uh, Rory and Joe have been having this tension that Joe's noticed uh, somewhere in the early 400 range, where like it was an ongoing joke that, um. I did hear that. Yeah. It was an ongoing joke. Every podcast, it was like, yo, like, you want to fight? Like, it was like literally yeah, every time. Because Joe be listening to it and I always like, it and Yeah, laugh. like, literally, yeah. literally every time something came up, like, Roy was like, I literally fight you. Like, and Joe's like, why do you always invite me to your hands? Like, it's like, why, why does every conversation and goes into inviting to me my hands? And it happened so frequently where it was like, it be, again, it became part of the routine to one episode. I remember this very vividly. Um, Joe was like, he invited him to his hands again. And Joe was like, I don't fight my friends, man. What are you talking about? And then Rory's like, oh, what if we not friends? Oh, I remember that. 
like, and then he like, you know, he continued the podcast, but then he said, when he said that, like it clicked, it was like, yo man, maybe you should sit down for like an episode, you know, or two and then get your mind right. Cause like this right here, like it's not, we did not vibing that? correctly. Did, did, he, just, did he tell him, he told him that on air? Yeah. Yes. No, well, he didn't tell him the vibe. He didn't tell him the vibe. Like he didn't tell him the vibe between them wasn't uh, clicking on air. But he, he, you know, he skipped over it. But Rory said it on a podcast. Like he's Joe's gotten the call and told him like, "Yo, maybe you should sit down a couple days because the our me and your vibe isn't correctly." And Maul, being uh, if you got anybody that's listened to Maul that knows Maul from the podcast. He's a very loyal, humble dude that has principle where it's like, how, what gives you the right to tell him to sit down, right? Like, that should yeah. be a group conversation. But in Joe's mind, Joe is like, I, I, really- I, like, I pay for everything on the pod. Yeah. Like, who but else see, is you can't, to sit down? You can't pull out Big Dick Car when just when the money line up that correctly. Because, the yeah, Joe Bun's the name. And this is somebody who don't even listen to Joe. I'm like, yeah. to me, like, I he's the Howard Stern. But at the same time, it's like Joe Budden. Like, I don't get my opinions from Joe Budden. So it's like, some of the shit he don't like is like, who are you to say you don't like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, who died and deems you the rap critic of every fucking album? You know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, yeah, and Pumping Up came out back in 2003. <laughs> Come on, so, man. Now you're doing some disrespectful shit. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> now you're just saying disrespectful. He bring, you know what's crazy? He brings up Pumping Up, like, every three every episode. Every no, three episodes. He does, like, he, and he, and he talks shit about it. You came like, to get it. It's in every day. And he brings it up all the time, and it's funny. And it doesn't make sense. But the it doesn't give him a right to treat people. But, like, who? No, 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 no. He has one of my favorite mixtapes. But, real, who's... But who's okay? Then who gives him the right? If the if it's affecting the product, who is the person that tell who should tell Rory to go? You sit got up? it. You got. It. I mean, here's the thing: Joe Putin podcast is like it's like why people come there. Yeah, Rory, you may not feel however you feel, but his thing though, they cut their teeth with them niggas though. That podcast didn't get to where it was before them niggas got there. It was cool, but I, I didn't hear that. about Joe. I didn't Joe. I didn't hear about Joe Button's podcast before. I wouldn't listen to that shit. I listen to it when a nigga fired the niggas or when somebody else said some shit and I had to learn about some shit. So, so here's the thing, Joe, you got to stop thinking everybody's replaceable because they're not, they're not. And then the two fucking yes men he got on there, I was like, you know what, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll start, uh, uh, I'll start, I'll start listening to this shit. But the one dude yesterday on the podcast kept cutting him off and kissing his ass on everything he says. Talk about Parks? Parks. Yes. He kisses nah, his ass on nah, everything nah, he says. Nah, I, I he kisses his ass on Everybody says that. Everybody can. says that about Parks. That he Parks is a puppet. He's a I think Parks is not somebody. Somebody that has listened to the pod since three episode like three hundred such and such. Parks has his own mind. Parks says this is this is literally what he said on the podcast. He was like, "How you know how you show loyalty to me? You pay me very well. Do you know how much these niggas Rory and Ma are paid? Yeah, they're paid more than some broadcasters. Yeah." On XM but Radio. That, but, but, these but niggas. That, but, no, no, no. Hold but, on. Hold on. Don't these count niggas work. Pockets. These but niggas. Count, but you can't count nobody else's pockets. These niggas work 24, 25 hours a month. Don't count their pockets. And are paid handsomely. Don't count their. You talk about handsomely. NBA. Why you, why you count somebody another man's pockets? If it's the same shit with no, the NBA. My, my point is all. But, okay, so check this out. <laughs> 
Why? Why do you feel? <laughs> yeah, why are you so close to the screen? <laughs> why do you feel? Okay, again, so back to my initial question: Who do you? Who should tell Rory that he needs to go sit down? If if you feel like the energy isn't right, like if everybody's saying the energy isn't right on the pod, it gotta be like more. T- it gotta be more. It can't be Joe. Can't be the head of the fucking table telling a nigga to sit down. So Joe don't the come owner, on. Joe, Joe, the owner, Joe, the owner of the podcast, the person that owns the, the podcast, the one who's all the deals are in his name. He can't tell him. Who it's pays come, for everything? And who pays come for everything? He's gonna come incorrect. Shouldn't have. Right. Shouldn't have the say to tell somebody to just go sit down. It's never about the message. It's usually about oh, who we, delivers it. I think it's, it's never about the message. It's usually about who delivers the message. You can tell me some shit that I don't want to hear, but if somebody right. else tell me some shit, then I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll, I'll listen to it. But but why if you gonna tell listen, me some shit, why would you listen I don't want to somebody. <laughs> My nigga, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that makes no, that makes hey. no sense. Okay, that, that makes no sense. <laughs> I think though, I think it's not about Joe being a nigga to tell Rory to sit out. I think. But with with Maul's logic is if we all talk, then we all right. are in the know. Right. And I mm. think that would that would create a better atmosphere. Because think about it this way: Maul may have not thought that Rory was, you know, the hand shit was affecting Joe because Joe mm. probably didn't bring it up. But I think right. then, as a group, like they've talked about numerous things as a group together and i think that could have been one thing for sure like yo it makes me uncomfortable when you do this like every time like every time we talk you want to invite me to to your hands like every time we got a disagreement you invite me to your hands but see joe joe never says yo i feel like he he does that after some time i feel like he's i agree with that he has grown he let time pass yeah 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 but he's he's grown enough to me where right then and there, he's like, yo, bro, you know that's not me, man. It's like, what's the issue that, because I want to solve it They now. said they went to therapy. They, they they both acknowledged, after they went on their first hiatus, uh, they had a podcast where they all had a heart-to-heart, and it was literally an hour and yeah, yeah. some minutes but, of them sucking see, each other off, talking I about I think the shit. narrative, though, that Joe started doing that at that time was he was saying, oh, yeah, you know what, guys? This podcast is therapy. Right. That's not that's not true. And that's not the best place to air out your nah, No, not at all. Not at all. Because then you can't say that that place is therapy and then fire somebody on air. To be fair, I mean, well, yeah, 100%. He put that part on Patreon. Like, so, like, that episode wasn't free. Like, motherfuckers who nah, couldn't but get it. Niggas get on it. Patreon regardless. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say, say this. I didn't know I had I have a other podcast that I subscribe to on Patreon called mm-hmm. Something to Wrestle With. And and I didn't even know I could get the Joe Bun podcast. That's how I heard all this yeah. shit yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't even know, you know? Yeah. Hey, the Patreon, pod, that, what's up? Patreon, crazy. what's up? Fuck with us. Uh, hey, Patreon was good. We, we, gonna, we gonna get there eventually. Get to the next Yeah. One. Yeah, we're gonna get to us get to the next plus month. My bad. All right, so that was good, but like I said, I you know, I, I side. Mostly. I, for somebody who hasn't listened to it, I I see both sides. I just I'm I'm just saying the way he handled it. I'll, I'll say I'll say I'll say, I, I agree. If you yeah, want me to say like if you really want to listen, Jesse, I got the Patreon pod and I don't want I can send it to you. Ah. It's on YouTube, my guy. 
Yeah, you can. Oh yeah, you can do that too. Yeah, yeah people have already uploaded. They've been airing that man out. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So plus or minus. Uh, question two. Uh, WNBA starts uh, starts today. Real wearing the, the the hoodie. Um, this year for the first time ever, the WNBA is implementing a midseason tournament. Yeah, I saw that. And, huh? I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. About so that. they're implementing a midseason tournament. I forgot the name of it. So I'm sorry. I apologize about that. Um, but it was bought by Amazon. So there'll be streaming games on Amazon okay. for the midseason tournament. So that's Money a win, coming. 110%. Money coming in. So plus or minus, do you guys think the NBA should get a midseason tournament? No. Just get nope, rid of it. You can't do that. Plus, plus minus. 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 I'm, I'm going to say minus. Yeah, okay. just get rid of the divisions, please. Just get rid of all divisions. Just have a league. Honestly, I think the NBA, NBA best bet is, is to copy soccer. Have a champion. Have your champions beat each other up for fucking. Uh, but soccer has like mid. Soccer has its own. Yeah, they have soccer has mid season but, tournaments. But but there's uh, also sorry, but there's but... also tiers though that you have to yeah. enter. Like there's a bottom tier. To be able to get to that. Yes. Yeah. So so uh, that's so... what the I personally feel like the NBA should be at tier level now. Right now, I think I like the I think I like the um the, the, the... with the play-ins. I think I like I like. I feel like I agree. So, so this for me is a minus as well. Um, I think too much experimenting with the NBA regular season and messing with the calendar and also messing up, in my opinion, NBA tradition and adding a, a, a midseason tournament is a little bit uh, too much. And also, um, my only question would be, how do you, how would you? incentivize the fans like how how me you clips and real care will 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 care about this you would have to throw in a draft picks in some situation like that where are you already in the playoffs or because like if it's just money that which is what they're talking about for WNBA I think like we're not gonna care like you think I'm gonna give a fuck if the Brooklyn Nets win the midseason tournament and they want every then Kyrie Irving gets more money, I'm, that's not that does nothing for me. I'm not rooting for that. Yeah, it's gonna put more money in the owners' pockets, especially if Amazon is gonna be a big player for the next negotiation for the uh, collective bargaining, which is all they care about. But my thing is like, how does that incentivize me, the fan, the person that's just watching? I don't care about these millionaires getting more money. Like that does nothing for me. Yeah, um, I agree 100%. All right. So I, I give it a p- minus. Oh, minus, yep. Go ahead. I do give it a minus, minus. And I would say it benefits the WNBA to have mm-hmm. um, to have changes more than 100%. the NBA. Because 100%. they're finally getting the exposure yes. um, that is needed. So if, if a partnership between them and Amazon works out, perfect. Because... I, I know a lot of people who are like struggling to be like, oh man, I want to get NBA TV, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have Amazon Prime already. 100%. And so now if you can get a handful of games, I think it benefits. Mm-hmm. It's just like the same situation with uh, the NFL having Thursday night games on Amazon. Yep. So for also them- Also fuck the NFL for having Christmas games. Continue. Oh, Oh, <laughs> but you know, I think I think it, it it more more so puts them in in a in a greater light, and I think 
for them, they don't have an extensive season like the NBA. Mm-hmm. If the NBA was to put something in, that's too long. Then you have to reduce the games. Like, I'm not 100%. about to see these niggas play a mid-season tournament, then maybe 20 more games, and then playoff play-in, playoffs. <laughs> right. Like, that's just too much for me. It's, it's too much. Right. It's, it's too much for them. It's already it's already enough. Like yeah, so, I, you're, you're I, getting, I you're, they're already split on the plan. They're still traditionalists that don't fuck with it, and it's like, man, this is some bullshit. And then there's other people like us who was like, you know, this is actually pretty cool because like, like again, it, it, it. everybody's caring. It's yeah, like I don't out. mind. It's working. It's out working out. Year. It's literally it's like I'm gonna tell you right now in on in on New York. Uh, where where the NBA headquarters HQ is there? They're doing backflips. It's working out. They're, they're, they're loving this. They're kind of doing backflips. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they really want LeBron not in the playoffs. <laughs> no, it ain't working that. out. And whoever makes this shit up <laughs> need to be fucking fired. So yeah. it ain't working. Uh, whatever. Nah, hey, real, hey, real. How they taste? Hey, real. How they how they taste? Real good and how they How them groceries taste? <laughs> good, good, good and salty. Because whoever made this fucking goddamn damn playing game needs to be fired. Hey, 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 wow. hey, 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 this guy, it's man. not over. Right. It's not over. All right, last question for plus or minus. Uh, let me pull it up. I'm sorry, uh, my phone closed. All right, uh, tomorrow uh, again, like you said, we're we're recording on a Friday. You'll hear this Monday. Tomorrow is the Hall of Fame. This is going to be considered one of the greatest Hall of Fame classes of all time because of KG, the big ticket, the big fundamental, Tim Duncan, and, of course, the late, great Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, Plus or minus, uh, how do you plan on watching this and how many tears are you going to shed for watching this, man? Like, yeah, go ahead, Justin. I'm not watching it. <laughs> MJ MJ is gonna introduce him, and Vanessa's gonna do the speech. Oh, I, I, I've I'm cut out. I've yeah. cut out tomorrow. Uh, I'll watch it for this. I got a bottle of whiskey, and I got a box, two boxes of tissue, because I'm ready to cry. Real, you're welcome crying. to cover. Real, you're real. You're welcome to come over and watch, bro. So we can. You got a shoulder to cry on. Right, Clips, man, go ahead, bro. Hey, man. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready. Right, it's a fearful thing. That's where I'm at. I I I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to watch that. I watch highlights. Yeah, like (laughs) first and foremost, um, I I don't mean to cut you off, Cliff. We need to get get some time limits on these speeches. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, and that goes for all Hall of Fame. All of us. Oh, that especially the NFL, because I sure don't want to hear another offensive lineman talk for an hour. Um, <laughs> for this for this Hall of Fame piece, they can talk as long as they want. I just, all three I just, of these dudes, no, I want to hear everything. It's a correct. I want to hear like, everything. But no, yeah, they can talk as long as they want on a podcast. They can talk as long as they want. Look, <laughs> I just want to know how many times. I want to know how many times they're gonna have to. I want to know how many times they're gonna have to cut off KG's mic from cussing so damn much. That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. How many times they got to cut KG's mic off? I wanted that is a good question. And when I saw the motherfucker Kobe, I'm just fine. When I saw the motherfucker <laughs> LeBron, I need and you I, to stop talking about the Celtics. I hope he just oh, doesn't talk. Oh, oh, oh it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be all Celtic talk. 
why you know, like exactly, they were a dynasty. You know, it's all gonna be Celtic talk. Like they won yeah, third, like, they, like they won three titles. Like they won four titles. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Wayne. Nah, man, Wayne. nah. But shout out to those legends, man. I think we all we all are 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 in the same boat. It's gonna be a tough watch. Jesse said he's watching highlights. I'm myself are gonna watch because like I just I, I feel like it, it's one of those moments like it's normally you know unless somebody really cool goes in I don't normally watch to be honest keep it a buck with you um this is kind of our class like this, this is, is our like that, that the, I was literally telling somebody this I said career like these like, are the dudes that we saw come up with us that we yeah. grew up with KG Kobe, Tim Duncan. This is our class. Like when they were showing, like, like all through Instagram today, they were showing old footage, and I was like, "Damn, I remember this. Damn, I remember when when they showed this. Like, I remember watch again. I was the kid that had NBA TV on all day. Like, I had ESPN and NBA TV on all day, and I (laughs) saw this shit. Um, the NBA, uh, NBA TV. It's fantastic. That whack ass commercial." Um, anyway, (laughs) um, so like, while obviously we're going to see them and they're going to look old, it makes you also feel old. Cause like, this is our class. Like, like this is a hundred percent. Also when, when Udonis Haslam's out of the league, cause like, he's still older than me. He's probably like out of three NBA players that are older than me. Then, (laughs) then I'm going to really feel old. Um, huh? Oh, you said three NBA players. It's like four. It's like it's not the the list is short. Yeah, the list is so, short. The list is yeah. shortening. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I really. I think I just counted them all. Like in my yeah, head. like the the list is short of NBA players that were not older than. And it's like UD, uh, Jamal Crawford's not in the league no more. Uh, like the list, LeBron. the list, Carmelo. The list is short. Like the list is real, real slim. Caruso. Um, I just think he's forty-five. Leave that man um, all right guys uh if you guys don't have anything else to add or hit on uh we can uh scoot on out here uh you anybody say anything else hit on? i thought there was a listener question uh no i, no. I, real, I thought real has one no 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 we got we, we, we want to do it today or we is it late we late can we get no, it in go ahead go ahead no we got a two-hour pod go <laughs> hey, not, all right all right i'm gonna go quick <laughs> all right this part, this Bigger question, man, it, it, it's Frank just it's, it's based off of just it's a lot of I get a lot of questions from people who ask me, uh, you know, you know, questions about just how to deal with shit, you know, when it comes. Did to they ask you media. why you sideways from the camera? I no, just a different chair. I'm just sitting in a different. I'm not no, sitting on. Got gotcha. you. Okay, gotcha. so, um, but this particular person asked me. He has a girl who he talks to, but he feels like she lives a double life on social media, and they never discussed it. Should he discuss it? Like, should he bring it up to her? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna just sum it up because there was a, there was a context to the story, but this that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of it. I got a homie who pretty much saying that you know he sees a different person than who he dates. That's that's challenging. Hmm. You know, and as a man who've been you know as somebody who's been in several relationships with women who love social media. You know, I understand the difficult. Shout out, Blank. Shout out, shout out to Blank. I know you ain't talking about my G because Granny ain't got no fucking Instagram. But <laughs> shout 
Gracia, man. Shout out, shout out. There should have been five of us. The only woman I respect. But uh, 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 whoa, you can't say episode one hundred. Episode one hundred. I, who's did I say I was bringing respect? I said I do the fucking podcast, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. I said I do it, nigga. Did, I set you up, Kev. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, add to, add, uh, no, somebody, yeah, somebody, just, just give a quick. So, in the context, if you meet a chick, you don't know about her, but you notice that she lives a double life, like kind of even a double life where she just posed awkwardly to compare it to how she is with you. Is that something you should call her on, or do you? Does that point out of toxic trading yourself? Is what my boy asked me to, to put on the podcast. Mm. Um, here's my thing. Ugh, this is hard. All right, so it's not really hard, but then it's kind of hard. Uh, if it bothers you, say something. Yep. Don't do not do not hold on to that shit. Don't don't sit there and let it fester. And then when a big argument comes, you bring it up. Yeah. If it bothers you. Say something. Say something. Um, now that being said, just because you said something doesn't mean it fixes the problem. <laughs> so it's like that part. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're gonna have to do some when, soul searching. Naturally, when do women ever really listen to what a man has to say? Oh man, they they already say we need women bashing on this pod, man. <laughs> they say that, that, that was that was that was finally that was that was at finally Jarrell. That was at finally Jarrell. Women only now, hear the shit that they say. women only hear the shit that they want to hear when it comes to uh, for them. They only want to hear the shit that they want Jesse to hear. cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga go right down that road by himself. You gonna be ladies, I, ladies, I respect you. It's no I, shade I, or, no, I, or no sex I, passion, I, I, but let's I be champion equal. you. I champion you. Kev, how many, uh, how many arguments you held your tongue? How many arguments I, you held your tongue? I, ladies, I champion you. I respect this you. This nigga trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> uh, no, uh, what I, I love you. Say, I wasn't going to say anything about women. I was going to say something as the, well, the person that feels, whoever feels, if it's man, woman, whatever, whoever feels like there's a problem with that, whoever feels that, you got to check yourself too and your own security as well. And is it what you see it as? Is it more than that? You had the conversation, then you check yourself. Is it something that should actually be a problem? You got to check your own insecurities on that one. Um, but yeah, you know, I, it's hard nowadays because I, I don't know this person, but, you know, a lot of people take that as this is their brand, you know, and even though you're not about shit, you ain't doing nothing. I saw, I saw somebody in the gym and this motherfucker was was bony, bro. Like, when I say bony, I mean, like, like this. <laughs> sitting there, like, posted Instagram video uh, in the gym. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, not, that's, that's Jesse, but that's Jesse body shaming, by the way. I, I, I said, I said what I said. Who sure, the fuck sure. want to see what you, what you doing? Looking like this. Who the fuck want to see that? Nobody. Yeah. Not a yeah. person. But you think you got a goddamn brand looking like this. This is your head. This is your body. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Your body. You call him a stick. <laughs> like nobody, <laughs> nobody's sitting there. Are you looking for his likes? And then people looking at you like, oh, you working out. Fuck out of here. Nobody want to see that <laughs> shit. Oh my god. My bad. Just so you know, that's the YouTube clip that's going up on the tubes. That is it. That's right. the one. Shit. That is clip. the one. 
Jesse, I was looking for one while we were fighting. That is the one. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Clips. What do you think? To follow up with that, I will say this: It's about your priorities. If you're prioritizing the relationship that you have with the person on social media versus the relationship you have with the person in person, then something's wrong with the relationship. True. So that's what I will say. So I, I I don't if I'm in a relationship with a woman, her social media, I don't often think reflects how we are in a relationship. I'm not dating her pictures. I'm dating her. Now, unless some wild shit happens and I'm like, babe, I don't think you should be doing this OnlyFans thing. That's going to hurt both of us. Ladies, you guys can do the OnlyFans thing. That was that was clips that said no, that. I'm, I'm saying, wait, wait. I'm fine. I'm fine. You don't have to be I'm, in a relationship with her. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying if we're in a relationship, she also has to understand sometimes, and it, both parties have to understand, what you do as far as your image also can hurt other other people's images. So the image of those around you, like yeah. especially especially your partner, especially your partner. Yeah. So I'm not saying there's there's you know anything wrong with it, but it's 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 what both people are prioritizing. If she is trying to have a brand and she's that's what she wants to do, then the person who is investing time with her to to love her also should understand that that's yeah. coming with that. Yeah. But if it's something 100%. that's out of nowhere, it's, I, I guess it's just different. You gotta understand, uh, you know, as a person, you gotta understand what what did Chris Rock said. You ain't meeting the person on the first date. You mean they representative? What you seeing yeah. on the, on that on that mm. Instagram? Yes. That's the representative. That's the person they want to show people who they are. Doesn't mean that's mm. necessarily and that that's positive or negative. Like you know them inside out more than you would that right. person on you know because I'm looking if you post a paragraph. If you're not that close to me, I'm not reading your motherfucking paragraph. I'm just a hundred percent preach <laughs> air horns. <laughs> I don't I'm read. I don't read. Par- nigga, the Rock be posting paragraphs, and I'll Bruh. read like two sentences, and I'll be like, "Yo, Rock, Bruh, I you gonna make this a video?" <laughs> I'm not reading all this bullshit, bro. Like, I got, I got other, I got other stories to get through. <laughs> I gotta get through these stories. Paragraph G. on top of a three got, video, Rock. I got, Whoa. I gotta get these. I gotta get. Hey, Will Smith, same thing, bro. You gotta. <laughs> Calm down, bro. Like, you know, do y'all thing. Uh, my answer is uh, different strokes for different folks. Like, like, and it, it probably mirrors everything Clip said. Just like people's perception on social media. Like, if that's who they want their persona to be, if they're trying to pursue some kind of brand shit, then you got to know that comes with the territory. That's just kind of how, how, how the grass grows now. Like, especially now like since that. everybody does this shit. Especially if they look oh, like man. that skinny ass fucking charger. Hey, board. man, leave, leave stick figure body alone. Right, 100. And I personally, before we end, I just told him, I said, listen, bro, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. I didn't tell you anything when you sent me that. I said, all you gotta do is just focus on the shit that you do. She's gonna do her. You just met her, so it was like, if this is an issue and you, this is someone of your do not list, don't accept it. It's that simple. You have no ties to her. Do not list this, huh? You know. I mean, because everybody, everybody has a. I don't. I want to date somebody who does this. Like, so if that is on your with on a trigger list for you, because you have issues with people doing stupid shit on Instagram, and it just triggers you until you can come be either comfortable with it or have a conversation with it. Just don't don't entertain that part of her or don't concern you yourself. The one with that it. You're I agree, real. Because you know? I I can I don't want to date someone who can't dance. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. That shit you know? fuck with me, man. It fuck right? with me. Right? Yeah. Come on now. Uh, but that's just me. That's just me. What if she want to learn how to dance? Right. That's different. I'm talking about if we go out and you, and you just oh, babe, dance. I don't like to dance. If she oh, want to no. learn how to dance, that's no. even, that's a better experience. That's better than, oh. than, that, than not knowing how to dance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, if she don't know how to dance, that's a problem. Choosing not to dance is what you said. It's like you choose. Gotcha. Like, oh, like, I don't know how to dance, so I'm not going to do it. Like that, that I'm not a fan of. You got to be able to take risks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got a listener question. As a listener oh, myself, oh. who keeps coming around with all these relationship questions? Hey. <laughs> I got homies who I used to work with, you know, people rely on me, you know. Okay. Rail was a love expert for come, come, coming to Rail for love. <laughs> buddy you love. Can't, you can't spell I thought I had, I, listen, real. listen. I thought I had this shit figured out just somebody fucked it up. Now I realize I don't know shit. <laughs> How know, many times? Somebody fucked it up, huh? <laughs> so how many times? Hey, Rail, you know, I'm happy that that someone feels that you're reliable. That's, <laughs> that's, beautiful. that's beautiful. You know, Eclipse, I appreciate the positive you shit you to- said to me. That was nice shit. You, anybody ever said to me on this fucking podcast? Because nobody, none of these two niggas, they're negative. There's two. Right. Niggas, I have. It's like it's like half of the time on the podcast, I'm teamed. I'm getting jumped half of the time. Clips. I need you on here. I need you. I need Clips you. I need you. Is, hey, just, just call me, bro. Just call me. Clips is your right. number one relamaniac. He is your number yeah, but, one relamaniac. But yeah. <laughs> the, the problem, the problem is, you don't know the how problem long is me. The problem is me and me and Re, me and Jesse <laughs> no rel. And as soon as you get to no rel more clips, you'll 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 jump on our side. So don't even worry about it. Um. All right. I'm so, switching. <laughs> all right. So in closing, um. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, the listenership has been great and been building again. Uh, we appreciate everybody that checks us out. Shout out to all the podcasters that's reached out on social um, and told uh, had you know checked out our our shit. Um, shout out to the first time listeners and the last time listeners. We all show love. Please leave a five star review on Apple. It goes a long way. Like I always say that. Um, leave a review too. Um, Reviews are very helpful. We appreciate those. Leave, please leave five star reviews. That'd be more helpful. But you know, if you want to leave a four star, we rock with that too. Um, anybody else got anything to say before we get out of this beast? All right. So for Jesse, Thank for you. Clips, shout out, shout another, out Clips. Another time. Shout out Clips for coming coming in and, and killing it again. We appreciate you, brother. Real appreciate time. you, brother. Um, we're those millennials, and we're out. Peace.